Obviously, it's gonna be. Yeah. So, are we recording, Noel? Yes, we are. I are have you? a niece called Jasmine. You have just taken <laughs> this away from her. We have more than enough. <laughs> this will not be our first, not our last. Oh, but yeah, that's a long story. That was it. I'm just, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh. this will be an uber candid conversation because the three ladies we all have one so let's get chatting okay so let's just start with saying hello to everybody okay hi guys uh, hi, hi everyone you are now listening to the earth growth and pussy podcast with priska noel and ashia sorry by myself i'm hosting by myself, I'm just, I have my own podcast. Now. I'll say this myself. Okay. Imagine yeah. I could have just said some wild shit now, and, <laughs> and they would be on the podcast. Imagine you forget to edit it out, and I would just be like, "Hey guys, it's welcome, to morning, AVP. everybody. This is the Breakfast Club." No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> do you guys listen to the Breakfast Club? I saw With two interviews uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. I do listen to the Amanda Seals and Killer Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have something to admit to both of you guys. What? I Best. don't listen to Amanda Seals. I don't actually like subscribe to her. Oh, okay. yeah. And I know that like, it's weird because I know that like both of you guys like love her, and I'm just like, nah. She's one of the you know the statement that I just said to you, Noel, about how the things that you listen to end up being your thoughts. Mm. And I was listening to one of her interviews. I listened to one of her interviews so many times that I started like I was pretty much her. And I remember I was having a conversation with somebody and I was just regurgitating what she was saying. And I was like, no, this isn't me. <laughs> so I stopped. I just stopped listening to her. Like, I don't even, like, know who she is anymore. That makes sense, though. Yeah. I know, I know how she, she's very penetrating in a way. Yes. Very, she has very, very strong opinions, which is very, very good for her. But, like, it can... This, like it can disturb your mind sometimes i'm not always in the mood to listen to her because she's she's so very strong opinionated like i love her but sometimes i'm just like i need to hear a more calm voice yeah or just yeah or i feel like person. she knows she knows that though that of she course she gets a lot of shit for it which is i don't mm-hmm. i don't like that people are in her she's always saying people are in her dms like this is why you're single because you know <gasps> many opinions oh. and shit like that and that's terrible she says it in every interview i'm like that's that must be so terrible yeah i like her though i do <laughs> i know i i know that she's she can be a lot mm-hmm. but that's when i know that that's when my um my self-care tunes in and be like okay we just need to you know quiet this sound for a little bit but i like i like how she managed to put words to pressing what she thinks and what she experiences and yeah. it's all it all comes from uh what she's learned and from her own experiences basically i mm. i can agree on a lot of things that she say but at the same time i know that she's extreme in the way how she puts it that's the thing about her so she gets very loud like that i yeah. listen to her most most of her podcasts i listen to them not every one of them like the one that was like uh, uh side effects of having a special whatever it's like it has nothing to do with me so i'm not going to listen to that or like the side effects exactly. of like 
growing up as an only child i'm like yes oh i, I love that I <laughs> yeah love that. <laughs> yeah you and i both so it's like yeah that's when like attuning to those i'm like i love the boldness of being able to put words into your experiences because yeah. i wish i was like that sometimes me too i like i admire her vocabulary like the way yeah she uses words and and just makes sense of things yeah. and just puts it down in a very logical way mm. like oh that's mm. it's just so it's like sex for my mm. brain Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. some people with who who just l know how to use words and use them in the right way and just oh so it's, just, it's so satisfying so to mm. hear amen yeah. to poets and stuff like that exactly it's like yeah. poetry just like listening yeah. to jay-z talk yeah, sis. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay. Uh, I was gonna say side effects of social media, but that's not what we're gonna talk. What well, we're gonna talk about that? But we're not, not gonna be title. stealing um, titles over here. <laughs> <laughs> no. But okay, social media and uh, social media is linked to a lot of depression. A yes. Lot of anxiety. Or if you've already been dealing with anxiety and depression, then social media is just not a good place. Not always a good place for you. I wouldn't say not at all because um, there are like self-help pages and shit like that, like pages mm -hmm. who post uplifting stuff, stuff where you can that, that you can identify with, and but otherwise, like the whole narcissism going on the whole self-exposure the whole living my best life stuff when mm. you're not doing well it can really bring you down because you start mm. comparing yourself to to others but this is nothing new you know it's i mean it's, it's nothing new i um like i said i wanted to talk about i wanted to get to know a little bit more about this because i I think I'm one of the few who doesn't really, not a few, I'm sure there's a lot of us out there as this, maybe the same amount of people who get affected by it to, as the ones who doesn't. Yeah. But I, it's literally a foreign language to me, <laughs> all of that. And I don't think it's wrong. I just think I just want to understand it better because I have girlfriends who have told me that before, that this is difficult for them to like, they log on uh, on Instagram and just like get super sad or super angsty about stuff that they see or people they see or whatever. And I'm just like sitting there and just like, oh, <laughs> just like this big question mark because I just I don't understand where this comes from. Basically, mm. I mean, I've definitely like now I've come to to a point where for me it's like it's just a website. Mm it's it's not real it's like a virtual world that i do not you know i cannot um allow into my space mm -hmm. i just i cannot allow it to take over but this it took me a long time to get there like i used to be the person posting selfies all the time and posting like where am i what am i doing so people mm -hmm. would see and all of that and really the thing is when you don't get a lot of feedback and people are not reacting to your shit that's when you're like why am i not like i'm not good enough mm. you know mm. i'm not good enough or oh i don't know it's just it's just you start comparing your life to everybody else because you see everybody else posting their shit but 
but you don't realize, well, a lot of people don't realize that people are only posting the best side of themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, very few people. I know that now that um, there's more awareness um, around the subject of anxiety and depression also on social media, the more people are posting um, pictures or stories about themselves. You know, so the other day I had a mental breakdown or I've been struggling with this and that and people are mo more open about it. But um, most people aren't. Most, pe most people are just like, oh, so I'm on vacation with my boo. I just got engaged. I'm having seven kids, whatever. <laughs> and I'm happy and I'm, you know, I'm perfect and and whatever and i just don't know like also when i became like a mom and i still was on social media and whatever and people will will tell me oh you look so good like you could never tell you just had a kid blah 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 mm. bounce back is real this and that um what else and just people thinking that i have my shit together because they only see me on social media or just like, you know, strolling down the street with, with, with my child. And mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, but you don't see me breaking down at home. Like you think I have it all together because I'll have some, you know, I look cute or whatever because I managed to put some makeup on today, but you don't see me. And, and you think that that's the image of having it together as a mom, just the mm -hmm. outside of it. But you don't see me coming home crying falling asleep in my clothes and my makeup like i'm not you know you 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 will never see that mm. so yeah it's really it's it is it can be very confusing i um i agree with you 100 i feel like most of my anxiety comes from exactly that like i said to you ladies before like i am 100 aware that whatever people post on social media is just five percent of the picture um and yeah i'm so so aware of it i know it because I, I also do it right but then in the midst of like having a breakdown or in the midst of like um a bad day sometimes my mind just forgets that whenever mm. i tap into social media and then i start seeing everybody and i'm like oh my goodness like they're uh, basically I will be comparing my worst to somebody else's best as mm. they say and it's real like it's actually very very real even though I'm conscious of it mm. um, I remember I actually deleted most of my social media channels maybe um, at the beginning of 2018 mm. and um, I was like yeah I'm not doing this anymore deleted snapchat I deleted facebook um, and Instagram as well. I just deleted all my accounts. And um, for about a month or so, I was actually the happiest I've ever been. And I was actually living my life. And I was actually just fully present in everything I was doing with conversations with people and that kind of stuff. And it was just me and life, me and the day, me and the people around me. Until, of course, I started my business. And, you know, when you have a business, Mm. You have to have social media presence. And yeah. this was one of the things that gave me anxiety because I was like, okay, now I have to go back to this place that I do not find joy or happiness in 
you know and I can't escape it that's the problem is that like I cannot ex- escape it I have to have an Instagram page for my business I have to have a Facebook page connected to my Instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> in order for my Instagram to, do you know what I mean and then it's like once that started again I was like okay let me try and just do business let me try and just log in once a day or whatever once a week to do business but it sucks you in like it really really sucks you in because that platform is now available Mm. um and it's now you know back on my radar so yeah it's it's definitely one of the biggest causes of my anxiety and my depression is just that but um it's a lot. So what I've, I mean, I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety and I'd say cyclical depression since like since my teenage years, probably. Mm-hmm. But I was never aware, like aware of it. I was just like, this is who I am. Like I, I am, a, I'm just a fuck up, you know, like this is, mm-hmm. this is just going to be me for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, just like these extreme ups and downs, and just being angry and being sad, like that was just normal life. And I think, um, I think I didn't realize I had, like, I I wasn't able to name it until like my early twenties, maybe, or maybe even when I just became pregnant, because I was in such a, it was such like such a difficult time where I didn't like I was supposed to be this happy person you know like it's the most beautiful time of your life you're having a baby you're creating life whatever whatever and you're just not you know and I that's when I think I was I became aware of the severeness of the situation like how severe it was and and I was like why why do I feel like I want to die when I have you know Mm. like I literally was waking up in the morning thinking why 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 am I alive what what is this no like I was and and then I started crying because I'm like why do I feel like dying when I have a baby like why would I I cannot kill this baby it was very 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 Mm. dark and very weird for me to Mm. have these thoughts and then and then it just it just dragged uh, it just dragged along until even after pregnancy. And a lot of people have been telling me like, oh, oh, so you had, you know, postpartum. And I'm like, this is not postpartum. Postpartum, mm-hmm. I've been having this for over 10 years. This is not postpartum, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very, 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 oof, mm-hmm. just very weird for me. And I, and I, that's when I started naming it. But and I, and I was able to say, okay, so I ha- I am having depression. Like, it, and I didn't. I don't think I really, really, really understood it until I had the alopecia, which is when your hair yeah, just yeah. falls out. Mm. And I was like, something really, really bad is happening to me for me to for my body to react in this way. But I was still, you know, just moving through moving through life and and. And just, just, you know, taking it day by day, day by day until my body was just so showing me more and more signs. And yeah, I didn't, but I just, I, I just, I just thought this is who I was still. Mm. And, and then I realized, I think by the beginning of last year of 2018, 
I was just like, okay, how do I make this go away? Because I want to be better. I want, I do not have to be in this for my, mm. you know, for my entire life. And I didn't, the concept of healing for me was so foreign. Like I didn't know, I didn't know that, that, that it was possible. It was just like something so, I just, I just never knew that it could happen. But mm. circling back to social media, the thing is I, I realized how I was feeding my brain on a daily basis with, um, with stuff that will keep me in this circle of comparing myself to others because I was seeing, I was seeing it on a daily basis. Like on a daily basis, I was seeing people living their lives. And also I used to follow all these mommies on Instagram and I was seeing them, you know, be super happy and super in love with them, with, with their babies and, you know, being with them all the time. And oh my God, I love my baby. I love this. I love that. And I was like, why do I not feel this way? Mm. You know, so it triggered, like it triggered my, the whole thing, like it triggered me even more. It just, it took me to a place of, of hating myself because I wasn't, because I was comparing myself to these moms on Instagram. Mm. and and seeing that i wasn't doing the same way i wasn't doing the same thing so so i was probably doing it wrong you know mm. and that's just my experience but it's just this is just the aspect of me being a mom on instagram there's a lot of, of whole other aspects like there's the whole you know fashion aspect the whole um pressure of um oh, I need to look good. I need to be wearing, you know, the right outfit because if somebody takes a picture and it's got to be on Instagram, like I need to be popping, whatever. But mm. what I started doing when I really realized that this was just keeping me in a very dark place, I started just unfollowing people. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. muting them. People who, who would make me feel bad. Like you need to unfollow those pages. Those pages that you think, oh, they're so pretty. They're so nice. They're so this, they're so that unfollow them because you cannot keep, you know, you mm. will compare yourself or delete social media. Like I also deleted social media last year yeah. for, for, for that reason specifically, because I didn't want to know what's going on in other people's lives. I needed to figure out what was going in my life first, mm. you know? So would you guys say, because uh, Shia, you've talked about that before as well, like how comparisons, a comparison, you know how how I am with English. <laughs> Comparing yourself. Prisca, to you need a dictionary. People. We need a dictionary. No, I, I need someone to teach me how to speak correctly. That's what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, would you say that comparing yourself to other people is um, has been what has triggered most of your anxieties? Both of you guys, would you say that? Oh, for sure. For mm. me, definitely, for sure. Um, and it's not just, yeah, like I said before, like I would never compare myself to somebody on social media who is a celebrity, right? Mm. Like um, Tierra, Tamira Mori, whatever she's called. Oh, yeah, Tamira Mori. Yeah, or like all these kind of, um, famous people on Instagram I would never compare myself to them because in my mind I know that our lifestyles and our 
Mm. Um, realities are completely different. The comparison is when I'm comparing myself to my own peers, like my own friends, people who I went to school with or people who I um, used to know or used to be friends with. It's comparing myself to them and feeling myself like coming up completely short. And it's always on Instagram because, of course, all these people, you don't necessarily speak to them. I don't necessarily speak to them on a daily basis. So I don't know the, the, the real situation, mm. but you know, you always kind of like see the social media situation and then it seems so glamorous and so, um, uh, desirable. And that's when like, it just kicks in and that's when I'm like, okay, great. Like I'm a loser compared to this person who I went to school with. Like, wow. Um, me and that person we went to the same school we were in the same class like how come now that person is in a in a better position than I am you know and it's like it's so distant because like I don't know what is going on with this person behind the camera behind Mm. the post you know um so yeah I think it's definitely an element for me is it, it 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 sounds crazy, but you know, when you're in the midst of an, an anxiety attack, it's like you can, your mind, and now that I've done some training, like mindset training, like I can actually just observe my mind and observe the conversations that are going on in my head. And I can just hear myself going deeper and deeper into this pit of um, comparison, you know, mm. and it, it becomes really petty like so so petty down to oh their eyelashes are longer than mine like you know just like you know what I mean and it's like and it will have started with something small like oh they just got a brand new car and I don't have a brand new car and then you start fishing deeper into the profile and you start like analyzing things and then all of a sudden it's like wow like Mm. I forget myself and I forget that well okay I've achieved the same things that this person probably has but mm. you don't see that in the midst of comparison, you know? Yeah. Um, you, you know what I say about anxiety? I always talk about anxiety. I define it as this, it's like this little monster that sits in your head and it's just lying to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just lying to you about, about who you are, you know? just telling you, oh, you don't have this, you are not good enough for this, or this is going to happen to you. It's just really like a little, I, I literally picture a little monster sitting in my brain lying to me all day. Mm. That's mm. how I see it. Yeah, yeah. Which is why, yeah. And then, and, it, and it's just, it's just really like, it, it will start telling you things like, like Aisha, what you just said about the car and the lashes and all that. Which is really just like, maybe it's attached to like the ego, you know, like it's like you stop existing, your whole self and just the ego exists and the anxiety and it's like against each other. It's really crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the ego doesn't take negativity very well at all. It does not. Mm. And it it eats away at you. Um, It really Mm. does eat away at you. Yeah. Uh, um, um, this is a lot. <laughs> I mean, I I can first of all thank you for sharing all of these uh, all of these things because I just want to li- literally just listen to everything that you guys have to say and not 
because I think it's important to be able to put words to uh, what is going on in, in your mind and, and just share it because I know there are other people that uh, feel the same thing as you, as you guys um, are maybe less una- uh, able to actually put words to those things. So mm-hmm. thank you for opening up and sharing about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I think I, I mean, I have had my share of anxieties as well, but it's, I think mine is definitely uh, triggered by a certain situation or event or whatever, because I don't think that we're all, none of us walk around our perfect all the time. That's not, that's not it. But um, yeah, mine are definitely triggered by something. So a big, something big has to happen for me to come into a place of like having an anxiety attack or uh, or whatever. I remember two years ago, me on my way uh, to having dinner with a friend of mine and I just like halfway there, I went into another, uh, another friend of mine's house and just kind of like just knocked on the door and just like burst out crying on her ch- on the kitchen floor just because I was like having so much stuff going on uh, at that time. But it was a lot of things happening around that time. I had a friend who committed suicide. I had like other stuff going on. I had just broken up with someone that I was in love with. And just like, it was a lot of things happening at once. And just like, it was exhausting to me. Mm. And um, so I remember, especially after my, uh, my girlfriend, uh, my friend that committed suicide, I remember that uh, both my, my mom and her parents were like, I want you guys to get help. And I remember even my school as well was like, I want you guys to get help. And I went to get help and because I was like, I, for some reason, I thought that suicide at that time. I don't know why, but I thought it was kind of like, you know, when people catch the flu. So you're just like, who's going to be the next among us to do it? Like a virus. A virus, basically. Because yeah. I, I didn't know enough about it. So, yeah, and I didn't want uh, to get help. And that's why because uh, i literally thought i was going to be the next one to like die because i was in such like a bad place at that time and uh, because of everything that happened and then i remember the um because it was actually a psychiatrist that i talked to and i remember she was like um prisca you are sad and you're allowed to be sad and she just once she put it like that, it just became such easier for me to actually understand what was going on inside of me mm. because I was, I didn't think that it was okay. I thought that being sad meant that I was depressed. And okay. those were two different, I mean, not only two different things, but they're, they're very different things. And I remember she even talked about like how it's, uh, uh, important that in our society today, and especially like, I don't want to say millennials or whatever, but like in like this social, uh, social media life that we live, mm. people are so quick to like say the word depressed here and there like that. But depression is actually clinically, you know, it's a more you call it, clinically diagnosed. Like I have no people who have so much depression that that's kind of like, they can't get up out of bed, you know, and other people can as well, but a lot of those people can't get out of bed and like we'll go on for like days and days and not talking to someone and just like just because they're trying to get through whatever they're going through and it's literally they're clinically like tested and and they know that they they have depression but other people like me or others 
uh, I'm sure even a lot of people like that, it's kind of like, it's, um, um, how do you say it? Something is triggered by an event that had saddened you, but it doesn't mean that you're depressed. But you yeah. can have anxiety attacks. You can have a moment of, uh, I don't know, a heavy fear or discomfort or whatever that will bring uh, anxiety to you. And um, I think it's important to know the difference between those things. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think what, mostly my point was just like, thank you guys for, for sharing uh, your stories. Because I know that it's just like a little bit of, everything that you guys have experienced more than there's so much more behind it basically so yeah i have a lot i really have a lot of respect for people who go through an everyday life with like heavy burden and you go through your life and you still do shit like actually oh my god you fucking have business happening <laughs> like how is this even real life like i don't understand this and noel you have you know a kid who is not dead <laughs> he's just, not just, if it, if it, and he's like the happiest kid ever that's the that's the funny that's thing the craziest well. thing i was so afraid of my um of my shit rubbing off on him yeah for a long time because at the beginning i was fine and then there was a time where i really really also couldn't get out of bed mm. and it was just like it's just it's just so what can i say it's overwhelming but still like you just at that point when you when people ask me like how are, you, how are you doing this with with a child and all that it's like really you're just going through the motions you just do whatever you need to do mm. you know you just get up it's just like your body tells you what to do but you're not really functioning yeah but yeah now like i used to have no idea what was going on really i was just like this is like I said before, like I was just like, this is who I am, mm. you know, but I was never really in my body. And now the thing, what, what I do now is whenever I get those feelings, I'm just very aware of them. And I just, just build like a relationship to them because it's like, you need to build a relationship to your grief, to your anger, mm. to your anxiety, like acknowledge them and be like, okay, so these feelings are here. Mm. Just allow them to to just come in, you know, and know that they will leave whenever you know you you exactly you went through whatever you need to be feeling. Like, like I've had this like past two weeks, I've been having a lot like a lot of anxiety again, and it was just like okay, I'm aware of it. I'm here, like the, it's here, but mm. I know what to do. I know what my tools are now because mm. literally when I started when I started um, this whole thing of me realizing that I needed to heal this whole whatever was going on I started googling like what can I do to you know what what can I do because you can go to therapy and whatever but still you need to put you need to do the work yourself as well mm -hmm. you know so I started googling like what can I do to you know have less anxiety like even even um, nutrition wise like what am I eating that is making me feel this way you know like coffee or sugar I had to quit those things in order for me to you know be able to calm down mm -hmm. so you need to be checking your 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 blood levels and all of that too like oh, okay. a lot of a lot of depression actually comes from like iron deficiency because you're you're just tired and that drives you to depression. 
it's just and that's like that's very crazy because you could avoid going through antidepressants and whatever if you just you know check your iron levels and and you know get the right just just be aware of what is missing from your body and just change your diet basically and start there and then if that's not working just try something else try something else until you're well but now i i am at a point where i know which my my tools are like what do i need to be drinking it's like green tea instead of coffee it's um you know less sugar it's um whatever i need to be reading this or i need to be hearing uh this type of music piece because whatever you're feeding into your mind will have an effect on how you're feeling you know mm. Mm. so yeah i think I yeah i i didn't actually um realize that um but it does make sense how your physical well-being is a massive contributor mm-hmm. <laughs> to um your levels of depression or anxiety actually yeah. um so that's quite interesting um and i feel like a lot of people overlook that yeah not just when it comes to depression and anxiety but in general in life like nutrition plays such a huge huge role um mm-hmm. just the other day i was um on youtube listening to what is that uh, one of the twins um there's tamara mori and then there's tia tia, tia. Yeah. yeah and she <laughs> was talking about how she has i think endometriosis yeah. yeah and um how she overcame it or how she was able to to um have a child because i think you have the like um risks of not being able to have a child and she said i had to change my diet like i literally had to stop eating dairy mm-hmm. uh, and all that kind of stuff and you know it resulted in her being able to conceive and have a, have a baby mm-hmm. so it's like a lot of people don't realize just how important nutrition is for well-being in general whether yeah. it's mental whether it's physical or whatever so that's actually a really good point that i didn't even know about yeah um, it's funny cuz the when you say that i just keep remi- uh, remembering that um the men that i know in my life that have uh uh that deals with depression uh and anxiety are the ones that were told by their doctors that they have to change their diet. Okay. And I just I just remember that right now when you're saying that because one of them I know was checking his he had to like go to the doctors to check his blood um on a regular basis and had a lot of like stuff like vitamin D deficiency like B12 and iron and all of that but now that you're saying that and uh and I remember they weren't like heavy built or like fat or anything like that but somehow it had uh, they were told that they had to change their diet for them to to be able to um to get better basically yeah yeah that's it it just it works for for everybody just mm. i'm sure women men, as well yeah, yeah for men i just saw something the other day where it was like i'm not sure i just I, but but it was something like when the testosterone level is very very low that's when you know they don't feel good it's this has happened for also like for people with ptsd and shit like that and you have to you have to um well well, you have to you know get your levels back to normal it's just it works with that every with everybody whoever like whatever body you're in you need to Mm. just check your levels and just make sure that everything is you know all right for Mm. in in order for you to function correctly Mm. 
and mm-hmm. yeah it's just that and you need to really check like what um after like all uh, like all this observation on my behavior and my just well-being and all of that i just been more like i said more aware more observing of what's really going on and every time i'm like down i feel like something is not quite well or, or i'm about to fall back into um like a, a depressive cycle or something like that i'm just like okay this means something needs to be changed like the mm-hmm. the anxiety right like now now that i know it that i've like built a relationship to it really i know that um, every time i get anxiety it's it's just a like a sign that something needs to be changed whether it's mm-hmm. nutrition or you know you know just certain um behaviors or things like maybe i i'll watch a some some show some some tv show or something that will feed my mind you know negative things or whatever and i'm just like okay i need to stop watching that like you need to just really pay attention to your to your environment and what you are uh feeding into and and then then recognize what is not good for you like start mm. you know replacing things that are not good with things that are just good for you mm. if that makes sense that is true but mm. yeah it's just really about observing your environment and thinking you know what can i do to to change the situation or to change the way i feel Mm. yeah for me as well one of the things that helps me is um my spirituality yeah so actually connecting to god um or connecting to the universe or um a higher power that is kind of beyond me because i know that most of the time whatever will cause my anxiety is literally just me trying to control mm. everything in my life mm. myself Mm. um and sometimes it's as easy as opening the bible reading a scripture or just reading something that is uplifting or something that is um confirming or affirming you know just affirming that one i'm on the right track or one that i am enough or one that you know my time will come for me to have whatever else i'm comparing myself to from other people so just being able to connect with god and being able to really um return back to um my spiritual uh well-being um is one of the things that really helps me sometimes is just yeah just just whether it's praying whether it's meditating whether it's um going on pinterest and like reading like spiritual blogs or opening the bible or even just like connecting with like a spiritual friend who you know is just a reminder like you prisker a lot of the times you remind me that sometimes in life like you were trying to handle everything when actually you can just mm-hmm. surrender surrender things and i feel like that that really helps me a lot as well and um it it also just kind of like boosts the mood and then it almost reminds me that okay like stop trying to control everything and i think we had this conversation earlier um where we were talking about how you know we're always trying to plan things yeah, <laughs> and always girls. trying to be in control yeah. yeah always trying to be in control of things and um just kind of surrendering things and leaving things to be sometimes mm. or leaving things to happen on their own um is also um difficult to do yeah. um in the midst of your mental play 
Um, but it's actually one of the best things for me is just to remember that, you know, it's just to connect back to, to God or whatever, um, whatever it is that I do. That's actually the definition of letting go. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm a big believer in letting go. I, um, I um, I'm not gonna talk about so much about okay. Well, I will. <laughs> I do. I I, medi- I meditate a lot. I'm a big believer in, in talking with uh, other people. Like uh, I have when I was younger, most of the things I was experiencing was so internal because I didn't know how to put words to what I felt. So it became like a bigger issue in my head. It became a bigger issue in my mind. I think even on a couple episodes back, I said that I need to know how to put words to what it is that I'm experiencing or what it is I'm feeling. That's how my mind process things. I need to be able to speak into it or I can write it down, but I need to be able to speak into it. So, I mean, you guys receive a lot of voice notes from me and I'm just like pour my heart out if something happened at work or if something happened, you know, with a friend or whatever. And um, I'm a big believer in speaking and I'm also a big believer in. reading it doesn't even just have to be like spiritual stuff like uh the the bible i'm sorry i don't i haven't opened a bible in so many years <laughs> but i do i do connect to a lot of like stuff that i have read uh before but also know that i find the same kind of um i don't want to say verses but like kind of stories or uh, teachings basically in other books i can be reading a book like the sapiens book for example yeah it's nothing spiritual at all but i can reading see, that? i started reading it but then i lent it to another friend of mine oh, I <laughs> so read it. yeah you can probably uh, come get it here when you're here in oslo yeah of course <laughs> Real quick. so exactly so yeah when i started reading that i just like there's so many things that i was like oh okay yeah i just need to like my mind need to open up into a new way of like understandings basically and um, meditation Mm. i don't know how like i don't want to be to sound like one of those like free spirits (laughs) hippie kind of person i don't know (laughs) yeah like my little brother is always already calling me a witch slash a healer because it's like (laughs) this is freaky (laughs) and um yeah uh it's just like meditation yoga meditation and having a a green diet a plant-based diet has literally changed my mind not just my body but also like my mental has given me more of a mental strength that i've ever had before like i don't think i've ever been in a more stable place in my life right now than i've been the past like six to eight months i don't remember when i started this it's like it has changed my mind and my being for the better and it is so important, all those things that I've taken so much like uh, extra vitamins and nutritions that I didn't know that my body needed. Mm-hmm. And it has changed me so much for the better. And doing all those things is so important. I actually wanted to say that for the people that are dealing with, uh, with uh, a lot of like heavy thoughts, I would definitely recommend to like talk to someone. It doesn't only have to be 
someone that you know or if sometimes it's difficult to talk to with people that you know because you feel like you maybe you will get judged by them yeah. like we talk about how parents or like the other were like oh you come to your mom and like i don't feel like she don't understand what i what i'm saying and i or in, or parents or uh, sometimes even your friends don't will not be able to understand you it's, it's not because they don't want you it's because they're not able to that's the problem yeah and so i definitely recommend people to talk I, there is a lot of things that you can do. There is like, for example, if you're uh, Oslo-based, you can call Shirkens uh, SOS and or talk to other people uh, who are able to take the time to listen to you. And it's all like, you know, uh, an, uh, anonymous. <laughs> so you don't, they don't have to know who you are. They don't have to like really uh, feel some sort of responsibility over whatever that you're going through. And, for that i feel like it's helpful to just like just open up and talk that's like a, a you don't have to have like suicide thoughts or whatever like that it's just like you're having a bad day and you just want to talk or just yeah. want to be on the phone with someone for 10 or 15 minutes uh, or even an hour sometimes i definitely recommend that because i work as a volunteer in those stuff and i know that when we have people who are into like heavy or going through some heavy stuff. Sometimes we know that we're not able to like save you, but we only want to be here and be present for you. A lot of times, like we, um, some people just like even people don't believe in God. They just want to call and just like I just want to have someone pray for me. That's it. Mm. And other mm. times there are people that that are like, uh, can you just light a candle for me? And ever since I started working there, for me the just the notion of what the the motion of actually lighting a candle for someone else has become such a big like I, b- I have so much belief in that because i just it just reminded me of how much like it, how much light it brings into darkness basically mm-hmm. and it's just i don't know it's just like it's also that letting go of control it's like i don't have to be standing and holding your hand and be like it's okay you're gonna be okay but it's just like me knowing that i'm so sur- i'm surrendering this uh, higher power for the higher power to take care of you and that's why i light a, uh, a candle for you and i just hope that you know that warmth and love and light can just go your direction and just take care of you exactly where you are right now yeah. so um, mm-hmm. i definitely mm-hmm. recommend that for actually to everybody <laughs> to yeah. be honest not so, only, yeah mm-hmm. not only talking but also like if you have no one to talk or if you're just in your Mm. Head, you can also like journaling is something that's definitely helped me mm. just writing my thoughts down wherever i am I'm just like let me write this down like what am i feeling and the, the important thing is just like to also write not only your head but also like your physical sensations mm. you know like this is why i i've become like such a big fan of like meditation because you're really just feeling your body you know you're just like drawing it drawing attention to like your feet your hands your breathing your whatever Mm. and it's just like that also helps because what are you feeling in your body when you're going through this Mm. you know so yes talking Mm. is great and i love actually that you're doing i know i mean it's it must be i don't know like is it doesn't it ever does it ever like bring you just does it ever yeah. make you sad? Yes. Like, does it affect you? Do you ever feel like you can, like, because you, you are an empath, just like myself. 
So when you hear these stories, do you ever feel like, do you identify with that? Like, do you make those feelings your own? You know what I mean? Mm. I think... Are you ever afraid of that? Because... Yeah, I I was afraid in the beginning. (laughs) But I think that we went through... Uh, cause you can apply to do the job. It doesn't mean that you actually get to do the job because they do a lot of like, a, there's a big test of, uh, screening if the person's actually able, like, for example, when I, uh, applied to do it, that was, um, I guess like a month after my friend, I was t- uh, talked about committed suicide. And it was such a shock to me that my, I think my first thing was just kind of like, okay, how can I prevent more people uh, of dying? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's the kind of empath that I am. I'm just like, I'll be there physically. And <laughs> I'm going to save the world. <laughs> I'm going to save through the, the world. Phone. Exactly. Yeah. Get in. <laughs> and wow. when they uh, accepted me, it was eight weeks of a very intense course yeah. that broke me down in a lot of ways. Um, but not just me, but a lot of people that actually went there because we we had to learn that this is some heavy shit. Like yeah. I have had a, a girl literally take some pills right before she called. Uh, she called and just like <sighs> in the midst of the sentence, she just disappeared. Oh my and, gosh! Yeah, and that you I feel so that, helpless. Like, what do you do? Exactly. So she's like, I'm gonna kill myself, and then hangs mm. up on you. What do you do? It, wow. that, that, was, that was a hard one i'm not gonna wow. lie that was i think that was out of all of i think i've had like two conversations that was difficult for me thereafter i had like a very young girl on the phone like around like four o'clock in the night uh in the morning i'm sorry and um she was already in in, in an institution basically mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, that broke me down because it was like, wow, she's so young. Like, we, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the details about this uh, this girl. And the other one whom I called and who had died on the phone, uh, her too, that was, that haunted me for a longer period of time, actually, alone. And see, those are the things that, there's a lot of things to protect us while we're working there. That's why everything is anonymous. Like we're not supposed to know who these people are. We're not supposed to who we are. There is no phone number that we can track back on. Right. Track back mm. and all that. It's and those not are the like the emergency us. services. Exactly. Right. So, um, but most of, I mean, I've had other people who had like suicide thoughts and all that, but knowing that I'm here to be present and just be, there's a word in Norwegian that's, uh, uh, it's like you just um how to say a, a a common human being i don't know how that's like i don't know how to translate that uh, in other ways it's like i'm just here to be a human in in presence in your presence basically and mm. and a human is just basically just not really trying to be your friend but it's just like kind of like i see you and accept your presence right now whatever however you come with your presence basically and um so we just, I don't know, I think that a lot of the things that we learn and the courses that we go through, not only at the beginning, but there's like throughout the year, there's like at least, I don't know, three or four conversations that we have with the staff to just like check on us at the same time, because the staff is there to check on us as well. And um, and all of these things, they, they help us to like basically be strong during this process so i think i'm only i've been there for a year and a half i think i broke down like twice only okay but i i go there like two three times a month basically so but the difficult ones are usually the ones that happen 
uh, in the summertime, uh, Christmas and Easter, and mostly when you have a night shift. So the night shift is like we at there at like 10.30 and not, we're not done until 8 o'clock in the morning. Wow. So we get like two hours of sleep. Uh, and that's it. And those are the difficult ones because your my body is already tired. So and when people come with their like, because you know demons <laughs> can come to people. <laughs> I mean that's what it is. Like those people, like you know, I have these things right now in the middle of the night. People who have like uh, have anxiety. They will their demons will lurk in the middle of the night, basically. For sure. And that's what they call. So. Um, it's very difficult. And I actually think that working there kind of reminds me of how my own issues are very small compared to like, you know, certain people's uh, like mental health issues, basically. And just knowing that you can be present for someone else and someone who is actually willing to listen, because I think that that's where in the society we, we fail a lot because we listen to respond or really listen to relate. Mm-hmm. But even if you can always relate, you're kind of like, oh yeah, that happened to me too, two weeks ago. It's kind of like, no, <laughs> sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and listen. That's it. That's your only job in this present, in this moment. That's it. So it's human though. It is human. It is, it is human, human to relate and to be like, oh, because we're all constantly just whenever you're hearing a story, like you just kind of try to try to reflect, like um, trying to see how you resonate with that. So mm. it's only human to be like, oh yeah, that mm. happened to me too. Yeah, it's sometimes it's like, you don't even realize that that happened to you until somebody else you know, speaks mm. about it and you're like, damn, like that happened to me too. And you didn't, yeah, like you weren't even aware of that mm. until mm. somebody else says it. But yeah, so it takes, like, I really, truly admire you for doing this because it takes a lot of harder mm. than it seems. Mm. No, it is. It's definitely hard. Thank you for saying that. But honestly, I think it's like, it, ha- it was a learning process. We had to really learn all we all of us had to go through the course and learn how to do that because we have psychologists that are that are um uh how do you call it? we have policemen, we have psychologists, we have architects, we have students, we have me. <laughs> we're just like we're all different kind of people that, that are there and psychologists all, uh, most of the time they were it was hard for them because they used to analyze what they hear mm. and but while working there we're not supposed to sit there and analyze you we don't know what's going on in your situation we don't know if you're supposed to do this or we're supposed to do that but we're like what is your gut feeling telling you because most of the time people actually have the answer within themselves mm. and our job yes. is, exactly <laughs> exactly our job is to listen we have this thing that we say we we see we support and we strengthen you. That's mm. our job, basically. That's our only job. And learning how to, yes, like you say, it's human to like listen to relate and all. And because that is, that's true. And most of the great conversation that I've had are actually people that were able to pour out for 15 minutes. And I was like, mm, mm. and then I'll just ask follow-up questions yeah. to help them dig even more. And they will be like, thank you so much for a great conversation. And then you will see, like, if you go through back, I probably spoke for like, two of those minutes altogether 
and I just let the person talk. And because they found while they were talking, they found the answer within themselves and that gave them strength, basically. Exactly. So, a um, of, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time we're not even aware that we literally have all the knowledge within ourselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. Like it's all within ourselves. If you mm. just go deep within, like you know what you need to do. You mm. know it. You it's just true. know. It's not like, what should I do? What should... No, you know. Like, exactly. Just I've, you know. But I think people just need a little like nudge to get that, you know, those answers out basically. Yeah. It's just so. because also when you're in a state of anxiety or whatever, it's the ego takes over. And it's like it's only the, the ego takes over and you're not able to see beyond that mm. in the moment. And also, yeah. like I said earlier, like the little lying monster in your head so it's mm-hmm. really hard to see it so you need to like get back to you know remove the ego and just be with yourself with your whole mm. self and and just you know you know you know the answers you got the answers within mm. but yeah. yeah this is i admire you prisca really for that i admire all of us noel i swear I to god because i think oh, <laughs> i think it's all I have a lot of respect for each and every one of us. I mean, I'm talking about everybody, but I'm talking about us right now as well because it is different levels. So, yeah, I don't think there's anyone like this better than the other or whatever. It's just like we all learn and grow and that's it. In different ways, yeah. Yeah. But it brings me back to, okay, so going through depression for years and then getting into the whole social media thing, Mm. at such a young age it definitely has not helped me with the process like I wasn't even aware of what was happening I was just trying to keep up with with the youth right you know trying to keep up with society trying to try to seem normal trying to seem like everybody else like Mm. I don't you know I don't want to I was I was just I was so lost Mm. so lost for such a long time so yeah Mm. but but yeah since we are all about growing and healing and all of that Mm. it would be good to end this conversation with you know an uplifting message a prayer can we pray (laughs) (laughs) that's funny that's like the, the topic is overcoming anxiety and depression Mm. so let's just each make a list real quick for our listeners of things that we do to get out of that anxiety Mm. state of mind i uh i don't know should i start because i I, because it will be like repeating myself from what i said earlier to be honest yeah just i definitely feel like what helps me to get to come or get over not get over but how to like process my shit basically is to put words into them so they don't like consume me in uh, into like a darker like heavier space basically and put words to them speak up and speak with people that are able to be there for me basically talk about what's going on so i definitely recommend other people to do the same thing as well because i think that holding it inside is uh it just becomes like a heavier burden and just do what you know feels good to you 
and accept the issue as well. Because I think that denying the issue makes it even harder to move on. So accept the issue, do what's good for you, talk about it. And when I talk, when I mean to do what's good for you, meaning like you eat <laughs> what is good for you, basically. So you consume yourself from like the inside out and just, yeah. Great. Those are things that I feel is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned about just talking about it. That's something that you both actually, Noah and Priska have taught me because that's not something that I used to do. Um, talk about it because um, I don't know that's just not how I functioned I used to just keep everything in and it used to literally just like eat me up and it used to become more of a big deal because it was just all going on in my head until of course I met you ladies and you sort of um, taught me to talk it out and actually talking it out is probably one of the tools that I'll also say helps me helps to really put the situation into perspective when you let it out from your head and into the world into other people's ears and sometimes when you let it out you actually hear yourself and sometimes you hear that it's not that bad Mm. Um, so yeah so I like that um, and that's something that I do but um, like I mentioned earlier I feel like just connecting to God connecting to my spirituality praying and letting go like just consciously letting go is Mm. um, my best coping mechanism Mm. Um, it's just yeah reading something uplifting or reading something that reminds me of me of Mm. who I am Mm. Um, and of the support that I always have from God uh, or from the universe um, Mm. in anything that I go through Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. great for me it's it's a lot of things like the green tea switching like for me the green tea is an essential part but it's just for me it's um making up this little ritual every morning like take your green tea and your vitamins you know breathe listen to a podcast or whatever and then you know start your day sometimes Mm -hmm. if i have time i meditate which hasn't been the case in a long time but um i i just started to i think routine and a ritual is a very it just it keeps you grounded Mm. having a ritual for every morning is something very healing so it just keeps you you know like you have these things to do every morning or every night or whatever it's like like doing your skincare routine every morning or every night it's something that keeps you you know it keeps you in a certain Mm. certain path or whatever that helps you you know helps your brain to think okay i gotta do this i gotta do that i don't know it just that's really helping for me helpful for me to have this ritual also like i said earlier i mentioned that i i started to take a tryptophan every day which is a natural antidepressant which raises your serotonin levels which is what thing that makes you happy Mm -hmm. and when your body doesn't produce enough of that then you can just help it with the tryptophan actually also turkey contains tryptophan i think because it's like it calms you down but it also makes you happy it's it's a, it's weird. I don't take it in like vast amounts, but just like two supplements every every day. That's great. Wait, did you say turkey? Yeah, in like turkey. 
the like, meat. like the thing people have for Christmas. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> is that why people just like fall asleep right after the? That's exactly what happens. That's why when we are not good, not good, we crave like carbs and shit like that because all of that has tryptophan. Oh. But also, it, it comes with sugar, so it's just it's 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 I think like counterproductive or whatever. It's mm. just, it's not good. So yeah. I quit sugar. I quit coffee. Like I said, I've mentioned this like five times already. But anyway, journaling helps me and connecting to myself. Like um, Aisha, you said something like reading something that reminds me of who I am. That's exactly what I do as well. Like I need to read something that's like just reminding me of who I mm. am at my very core. Mm. And also, believe it or not, like I started like smoking weed that has really helped me um okay, deal with sis. my anxiety <laughs> okay sis <laughs> and like, yours boo <laughs> i swear and i, I, I just did not expect that <laughs> <laughs> I, yours. but it's always... very it's very common a lot of people with ptsd use it as a way of coping Mm. And for me, it has helped me a lot with my anxiety. Like I've been shaking in my bed or like not being able to fall asleep. And just like it has helped me to not be in my head and not just be outside. Like, you know, mm. you just think about something else. It's gonna like it sounds a lot like a gateway drug, but whatever helps you in the, at the end of the day, whatever helps you function on a daily basis, mm. I think is good for you. Whether it's, you know, psychedelics, whatever i'm not so i'm not saying crack or heroin i'm just saying whatever <laughs> is natural to you and it's okay for you that helps you get through whatever you need to go through without becoming addicted to it or dependent upon it i think is good and i started first uh, there's this thing like cbd which is like legal yeah. weed over here but without oh, yeah. so it doesn't get you high it just relaxes mm -hmm. you i started with that but now i'm like I'm okay with regular weed. Yeah. But, but it, it has really, really helped me. Really. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to act like it, it hasn't, you know. Yeah, I know a lot of people do uh, do that. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in CBD. In CBD, yeah. oil, definitely. But it's mostly just because of my migraines, but that's something else. I don't, yeah. but I don't, I personally don't, don't like to take anything to enhance, 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 sorry, my, uh, uh, and also, but again, it's, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. Like my, my anxiety is only based on something that triggers it. So it's not like, a, it's not like a lingering issue or whatever. So it could be that something that works for you works for you and something that you know whatever works for me doesn't always work for you exactly. basically and just because we're in very different places so if honey you want to smoke some that's all totally fine because that's okay, what you okay. need <laughs> that's, that's completely fine i was so, just gonna say like i can imagine like you out in these streets hunting for turkey like i need meat. <laughs> <laughs> no i only have the supplements like i don't need meat so i don't eat turkey i just have the supplements but the thing about that is hilarious yeah the reason i started with cbd smoking cbd actually was because i cannot because i have a child so i cannot be high high mm -hmm. you know so whenever yeah. i'm with him and i feel like 
gosh, I just need to, you know, relax a little bit or be like, be cool. I just smoke CBD instead of weed, obviously. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. This was so, a nice convo, guys. It was a nice conversation. Thank you guys again for opening up about every, every single thing. So it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I hope someone can uh, relate to this. Yes. All I have to say for me, yeah, is that someone's microphone needs to be off. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. No, all I have Quick to- shout out. Quick shout out yeah. to Priska, our super <laughs> editor, who is putting in work every day, all day. Because <laughs> people sound don't want to cooperate with me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just no technology, man. We don't have a, we don't have a studio. We are in three different countries, so it's okay. Yes. So if you guys hear anything, it's because we're definitely recording online and trying to have this conversation and deliver it to you guys. Exactly. So yeah. All I want to say, Ian, for my part, is that love yourself, even when it's hard. Just love yourself because that's what's going to get you through everything. So Exactly. That, I forgot to say yeah. that. Actually, I read in a book, um, whenever you have a bad thought, send love to it. Yes. Mm. Send love to yeah. the part that is feeling that thought. You know, like whenever you feel like, oh, my thighs are disgusting. So just send love to them. Mm. And whenever you feel like, oh, you know, anxious, whatever, send love to whatever you're feeling. Send love to ever each bad thought that you're having. Try to turn it, turn it into a good one or ask yourself why you were mm. having a bad thought in the first place. Be observing of your thoughts. And yeah, that's, that's it. That's she it. Out. Yep, I agree with <laughs> Any that. words? <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to echo what you said, Noah, um, about, um, well, both of you said about giving love to your thoughts that's something that one of my coaches taught me is to even embrace that part of you that is hurting mm. um and that helps you yeah you know mm. exactly oh sorry okay so let's end this yes and we'll, and we'll talk to you guys in two weeks i guess yes Thank you oh for yeah! So, in. Thank you for tuning in. Here, thank you for listening. <laughs> you made it to the end. Send you us uh, your, your thoughts, DMs, your questions, everything that you guys have. We'd love to receive your DMs, but send it to the EGP Insta account. <laughs> yes, you can follow us on Earth Growth and Pussy Pussy spelled out P S S Y on Instagram. You can message us on SoundCloud. You can listen to us on apple podcast spotify and you can you can email us at um the email is in the description of this podcast of this episode you can contact us any way you want to yeah share and your just thoughts about this episode there you thought about, about the, the podcast exactly and whether it's positive negative whatever you feel like saying just say it thank okay, you okay bye bye <laughs> yeah